over time and overdue. Ain't no sleep that is on us. Been outside, that's with the crew. Make my night up on the moon. Welcome back to another episode of Your Money, Your Life. I'm your host, Delano Sapporo, and we are on episode seven, I believe, of the Your Money, Your Life podcast. It's, a, it's kind of a, been a crazy past week. You're seeing the spread of the coronavirus. You're seeing a slowdown and shutdown. The NBA season has been suspended. NHL season has been suspended. Um, you're seeing different areas and industries slow down or suspend gatherings. Um, and this is kind of what we expected. I think it's the best way to control or con- contain this virus is a, a kind of a shutdown for the next few weeks to a month while we get things under control. And then hopefully, um, at that point, we revamp, we go back to our normal lives, and we have a better understanding of what we're dealing with at that point, and, and kind of a better, a better handle on things at that point. Um, and so, you know, if you're someone that's been listening to what I've been saying, I think we, we continue to see volatile markets, and we will, as I've been kind of predicting, um, but there will be a bottom of recovery as we see companies and see the economy get back and spur into what normal swing of things that we had before. Um, and so we have to kind of be patient, stick to your plan, be balanced, stockpile cash. If you're, if you're younger and have a longer term horizon, you're definitely, you know, in a good position at this point um, to kind of have your stockpile cash and wait to see for opportunities that you feel fits your plan. Um, and I open up my lines to anyone that'd like to have that conversation. I don't know if anyone saw that Love is Blind show, but I watched it and I thought it was Highly entertaining. I ultimately got caught up in what Netflix does when they put something on your home screen and you ultimately click on it and you just find yourself wrapped up into a, in a funny show. But the premise of the show was this, this, this kind of thought that is love blind. Um, can you talk to someone behind a wall for three days and ask them to marry you and, and get engaged? And for me, I think that's crazy. I would never do that. <laughs> but these people did it. Um, and it got me thinking of a concept that I hear you know, all the time when people ask me, you know, I'm too young or I'm too this or I don't know this, like, do I actually need an advisor? And the, my answer to me, I just kind of popped in my head, but money is blind also. You do not have to have a certain thing or be a certain person to start working with an advisor to start etching out your plan. The majority of the people that I talk to, the young folks that I talk to, they don't um, have a plan in place. And that's kind of where someone like me comes in and say, hey, Think longer term. I've always said this before. I've always been a long-term thinker. And it's great and awesome to be able to help people think longer term. I'm going through prospective clients and new clients, that retirement calculator. They're like, wow, I've actually never been shown this before. I've never seen you know, what I may need to have in my nest egg to retire. Or I've never heard about the golden rule of applying and trying to save 20% of my income approximately, whether it's in 401k or in savings or in an IRA account to kind of prepare myself for the long term. So there's this concept that I want to dispel that people think you have to have a certain amount or you have to be a certain thing or have to do this or that to work with someone that can help you prepare for the long term. So I really want to address that. So you don't have to think about it as financial planning is just for the wealthy or financial planning is just for certain people. The ability to set up a plan and to work through something is and should be um, for everyone. I think that's what I enjoy working with people, um, you know, 
of all backgrounds, of all asset sizes and asset ranges. And I mentioned that's it's a great, great thing to do. And I had a lot of different people of backgrounds and asset ranges in my, uh, in my, in my new street advisors group um, clientele that I work with. Um, and so that's something that's you know really, really important to get across. So if you're someone that's thinking about it and you haven't really fully decided if it's for you, I, I employ having a call, a consultation with someone. Um, again, my lines are open to have a consultation and just talk to you about your thoughts. A lot of this, especially in the time we're in right now, potentially entering in, you know, the first correction, um, you know, bear market that we've seen in the last 10, 12 years. Um, it's important to be able to talk to someone about these different things and how you set yourself up for future. When you, when you have things like this, it can be a possibility for opportunity, right? This is an opportunity for a lot of people that, you know, you may not see it. This is an opportunity for a lot of people to either put things in place um, right now um, as we are sitting at a kind of a, a pivotal time that will affect, you know, the rest of the, the, next, of the long, that could possibly have long-term effects. So it's great. It may be a great thing to sit down with someone and plan and sketch out what you want everything to look like for the long-term if you haven't already done that. And so that's super, super important to hopefully get rid of that stereotype or that thought that people may have. I think I love working with the younger generation. I do have you know, older clients, over 60s, over 70s, uh, but I also love working with the younger generation, wealth builders, and people that are just starting to figure things out and may not know what they do now could totally change the trajectory for them in the future. So that's something to think about um, as we kind of go forward. Next up, we have a great interview um, with Sheena Nicole, who is a marketing expert, a branding expert, and she dropped in and to talk about tips when it comes to marketing, branding for entrepreneurs, for everyone. You yourself, uh, she talked about in the interview that you know, as individuals and if we look at corporations, we have our own companies, we are brands ourselves, and how do we effectively get across a message that we want to get across? And so she had a great talk. And I think it was really, really informative, and I hope you guys also enjoy it. One, thank you for tuning in again. Um, we have a wonderful person here that called in, Sheena Nicole, who is a consultant and works with a lot of people and companies and brands on effective branding and consulting on their marketing. So, Sheena, thank you for calling in today. Yeah, Delano, thank you so much for having me on. It's a pleasure. I, well, I appreciate it. So um, tell us a little bit about your background. I know you currently live here in New York. Tell us about your background, how you kind mm -hmm. of got to the place you're at. I would, we would love to hear more about that. Sure. Um, so, you know, as you have stated in the intro, my name is Shannon Nicole. I am a brand consultant, speaker, and educator with over 10 years of experience in marketing and branding, who is well-versed in brand psychology, brand identity development, conscious branding, tech, and consumer behavior. I am founder, owner of Shannon Nicole Consulting, a brand agency that specializes in target definition, brand identity development, and cultivating relationships with tech and consumer behavior. I'm also an entrepreneur who has owned and operated four successful businesses in NYC since 2013. Uh, one of them being, um, actually my very first one was a gift wrapping business that served Manhattan and Brooklyn. Uh, that landed a partnership in 
2013 with Victoria's Secret, where they allowed me to set up a pop-up shop in their flagship store on Fifth Avenue. And the second was a clothing brand that I started in, I want to say it was like mid-2014, that was a uh, a legging company, and we sold high-quality leggings at an affordable price. All Everything that we sold was $20, hence the name 20 Legs. Mm -hmm. And um, that really propelled into global notoriety when it was featured in People Magazine in late 2015 on one of uh, my celebrity clientele, Andrea Navido of Jane the Virgin. Um, Mm. And I also had Gina Rodriguez, who was the star of the show as one of my clients as well. I have, um, as far as in the education and speaking space, I have done previous work with NYC Business Solutions, Freelancer Union, General Assembly, and the Coalition of 100 Black Women in their collaboration with L'Oreal. Wow. Well, that is an impressive background. I love hearing about kind of all this cool stuff. Yeah, you have really, you've done a lot of wonderful things. So what Mm -hmm. for you made you pinpoint marketing and branding as something that you wanted to kind of focus it on for for your clientele and maybe for yourself? Um, I've always been fascinated by the, I guess, the psychology behind marketing and branding, Um, understanding how the two of them, although they're very different, work together to achieve a, you know, achieve a a similar goal. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess I, I guess it's something that I've always have done at one point throughout my career, no matter what industry or position I was working when working in, um, that just came naturally to me. Um, you know, being able to tell stories and resonate with people, or like, you know, how, understanding how important it is to nurture and build relationships when you're in business and uh, you know looking to gain attention of your audience or like, you know, potential clients, you know, how all of that is really, um, you know, something that's, uh, you know, even more important than, uh, you know, what your, you know, what your, Mm -hmm. what things look like or whatnot. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, realizing that, and again, realizing that that's something I've done throughout my career, and it came easy to me, and it was something I genuinely enjoyed doing. Mm-hmm. I also noticed it was something I was helping a lot of my friends do without really realizing it. Mm-hmm. So um, in 2016, I decided that, you know, this should be a full-time thing. I'm, I'm helping entrepreneurs for free. And a lot of them, I didn't mind because, you know, they were in my friend circle, and I would, you know, I would help anybody. So, um, you know, I, I decided to kind of like take that leap and make it something full time and decided that like being a consultant, a speaker and an educator really encompassed what I could offer as far as value. Mm-hmm. So I decided to move forward with that. That makes a lot of sense. And yeah. one of the things that I've kind of, uh, you know, I'm not an expert like you, but I think one thing that I've always wondered, one of the things I've always wondered is kind of the difference between marketing and branding. Can you kind of talk <laughs> and explain that difference? Sure. Um, so I know, and even this was me for a long time too. I, I thought that they were basically the same thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but they're, you know, they're they're two aspects of your business that run parallel to achieve a similar goal. So, um, this the most digestible way that I can break down the difference between marketing and branding is marketing is anything that your company produces that says, you know, hey, um, we're here you know, this is who we are, this is what we do, and this is why we exist in the business space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and the, and then also, why, this is why our, 
our business is the best, our product is the best. And this is why you should choose us over everybody else in, in a similar industry. Mm-hmm. Um, branding is so once you, you know, and, and marketing is about gaining that attention, right? Look at me, look at me, I'm here, stop and give me your attention. That's what mm-hmm. marketing is fighting for, right? So, um, you know, if your marketing is, success, is successful, you'll gain that attention, you'll get somebody to stop and look, but what happens once that person is there? Mm-hmm. You know, what, what are you offering as far as value in exchange for that person's investment of attention? and time right so once they're there um you know what is the experience that they're walking away from right so um you know i i think like the true definition of branding is the process of giving meaning to your company product and or service and it's achieved through creating a persona image in your consumer's mind and it encompasses all sorts of elements that are that easily identify who you are um and for most people you know, we all know like the logos, your colors, your website, things of that nature <clears throat> are one part of it, but that's also a completely, you know, different side to where, um, you know, like what makes up your personality, your characteristics, uh, your behavior, right, and your ethos as a brand, which is the other half of, you know, how you build up a solid and I think well um, reputable brand. Yeah, no, that yeah. makes it. That's a very good point. Like, I like how you put it where you talked about, you know, marking is, you know, hi, this is what I'm doing, you know, look yeah. at, you know, kind of come to the, come to the storefront versus branding is the inside of the store and, you know, yeah. the feel and the audience that people get. That's something that I try to be more conscious of, you know, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like social media and, and that type of thing. Cause it's really um, important that the brand uh, explains what you do. So when you do have an inbound and someone that comes to you, and request a service, they already know what you do. Right. And it makes that conversation a lot easier. So that's a very, very good point. Yeah. And I like to, I like to uh, like break it down like this, Br- uh, you know, branding or building a brand is very similar to being a human being, right? You have two mm. sides that make you up as a person. There's the physical side, which, you know, kind of encompasses how you look and the other side your characteristic and characteristics in your ethos right and that's mm-hmm. basically what makes you up as a whole person and mm. it, there's different things about your personality your characteristics and how you look that make you easily identifiable to people right mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and even um you know a lot of uh the question that i start with when i'm working with new clients is if your brand was a person what kind of person would you want it to be yeah and it's a good way to start to think about, uh, you know, the details around how you would mm. go go about building the core essence of your brand. Interesting. Well, that's a fair point. I guess if we even dive into that, you mentioned if your person was a brand, what would you like that to look like or be? Yeah. What about like the concept of conscious branding? What does that mean specifically? How do people or entrepreneurs or, you know, like you said, it's a person. So if you're working in corporate America, yeah. branding is also important as you want to move up that ladder. So what does conscious branding mean and how could people kind of employ that in their everyday lives or in their business or in, in corporate life? Yeah. And just bringing it back to the example of being a human being, like w- everything that you say that you do, that you engage with has a ripple effect on the world and people around you. Right. So mm. conscious branding is this uh, new kind of buzzword in marketing where um, you're as a company, as an entity, as a product and a service, you're conscious about, how your actions and your reactions uh, to the world uh, that we exist in um, have an effect, right? So 
um, you know, not understanding that what you do has consequences and mm-hmm. what you and how you're operating out here will leave an imprint and yeah. moving in a way that hopefully knowing that you want to leave some type of, you know, positive imprint behind. Um, There is a quote um, from a recent class that I taught that I'll share with you Um, at the World Economic Forum in Davos in 2015. Executives Mm -hmm. from the world's largest companies were affirming the power of having a purpose over profit and driving driving Mm -hmm. innovation, customer loyalty, differentiation, employee morale, recruitment, productivity, and organizational agility. A conscious Mm -hmm. brand does this by actively endeavoring to become more aware, awake, and intentional in its leadership, culture, strategies, communications, and marketing, right? Mm -hmm. So again, like as a conscious brand, understanding that what you do, what you put, what you produce, and how you behave in the business landscape and in the world in general, all has, again, that ripple effect, right? So you know, it's going to be leaving some frequency in the world. And, you know, what do you really want that to look like? Do you, you know, I think long gone are the days where you can just make these, um, excuse me, false promises to your audience. You know, people are much more informed and access, you know, now that we have, we walk around with many computers in our pockets, right? So we have that, um, you know, we have that access right at our fingertips to research and uh, really, you know, inform ourselves to make better decisions when, you know, giving our hard-earned money to a new organization. So um, some of the, um, there's five, um, you know, kind of things that I like to tell my clients to keep in mind is, you know, um, audiences nowadays are looking to invest in brands that have a higher purpose. So again, that, yeah. that idea of purpose over profit, you know, what mm-hmm. do you stand for? What do you represent? And is that something that aligns with what I represent? Um, intrinsically engaging with them, um, mm-hmm. conscious communication, being conscious about the verbiage you're using and the way that you're interacting with your audience, mm-hmm. um, genuinely connecting and uh, being agile and responsive uh, to changes yeah. in the market and also changes in consumer behavior. Um, so those are just kind of five things I like to go over with my clientele that help them uh, better understand how they should stand and uh, step into the landscape and, you know, how to kind of secure that they'll be operating in a positive way and uh, leaving a positive impact. I love that. I love that. I love the simple ways that you break it down and make it easy for people to kind of understand with those five tips. So, okay, that makes uh, really a lot of sense. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not aspects. What about effective branding? If someone wants to effectively brand, you know, is there um, a way that they kind of can go about that? I guess when you work with your clients, how do you, you know, prep them for that? Um, Excuse me. So I like to um, start with the three C's of effective branding uh, that Mm. I've put together that make it very easy um, for my clientele to understand, uh, you know, where they should start. So the first one I like to start with is like clarity, right? So the first C is clarity and clarity is defined as the quality of being coherent and intelligible. Um, and why it's important is once you've gained clarity around who your brand is, why it's here and what it represents, it forms a focused direction for all the element elements of your company. Right? So now what you've done is you've created this compass that you'll come back to time and time again to understand yeah. how to navigate in different spaces, right? So that's very, very important. And I, and that compass is almost like your core or your soul, 
right? So it's the inner workings of, you know, how, how you move forward, how you scale, and also how you communicate with your audience. And yeah. the power of clarity is that it sets a strong foundation. It, inspi- it has the potential to inspire consumers. And it can also give you a, compar- a, a competitive advantage, right? Um, I think you can tell the difference between a brand who's clear and unclear about what their brand direction is. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a tall tale that brands that don't have a well-formed direction usually don't make it much farther than like the, those initial stages of being in business. Um, yeah. You know, being clear, um, you know, gives you the power to have that advantage uh, because I, you're always ready to pivot where you need to when things change in the market and when things change with your consumer behaviors. Um, I always, um, I, I think a really good example that I use um, in, in, in a previous class is like Starbucks coffee. Um, they're very clear about their mission, their vision, and their value. Um, so their mission is to inspire and nurture the human spirit, one person, one cup, and one neighborhood at a time. Their vision mm. is to establish Starbucks as the premier purveyor of the finest coffee in the world while maintaining our uncompromising principles while we grow. And mm. if you're a Starbucks drinker, or you're a, um, you know, uh, if you frequent their cafes to do work and whatnot, um, I think you can kind of tell that that's um, something that permeates through uh, what they offer as far as their product and what they offer as far as their environment and culture if you're in a coffee shop, if you're in one of their coffee shops. Um, the second C uh, is the cohesiveness. So, the quality of forming a united whole. So now that you have clarity, right? You've gotten through this clarity point of things where it's like mm-hmm. you're clear about where this is going, why we're here, what we're doing in this space. Um, the next step is to translate that into, um, you know, the the other elements of your brand. So uh, why cohesiveness is important is it shows that you know your brand message inside and out. Forms a united front no matter where your brand is being seen or engaged. And it subconsciously will let your customer know it's you before they see your name. So, um, for example, uh, McDonald's. Uh, McDonald's is some, you know, they have uh, successfully pivoted and elevated their business uh, for decades uh, to keep up with the changing technology and consumer behavior. So they've done a really good job for this. And I recommend that anybody that wants to to research companies that are doing really well or have always been successful in the business space, McDonald's is always top of my list um, because they've been, uh, you know, they've successfully uh, achieved that over time. Um, Mm -hmm. One thing I will say is that you'll never see a closed McDonald's anywhere. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, um, you've never mm-hmm. seen you know, you've never seen one shut down unless you know there's been some sort of natural disaster there. But other than that, mm-hmm. you know, all of them are open and doing well. So, um, and what does cohesiveness look like? So again, it's about um, translating that clarity of who you are, what you do, and why you exist through every element of your brand. So again, whenever someone engages or sees you, it's the same experience right yeah. for you uh, and makes the right first impression and it creates a strong brand identity, which is very, very, very important. And yeah. the final C uh, would be consistency. So now that you have the clarity, you know who you are, now you have the consi- consistency and you've been successful in translating that clarity 
to all of your brand elements, your marketing, everything that falls under your scope. Now what gets the people attention and kind of builds that trust and loyalty is the consistency. So consistency mm-hmm. is defined as the conformity and application of something typically what, which is necessary for the sake of log- logic, accuracy, or fairness. And why it's important is it leaves little to no room for a variety of interpretations and customizations. So, you know, imagine if Amazon allowed all of their employees to run their social media pages or said, you know what, we're going to allow you guys to all set up your own Instagram pages and represent Amazon. Right. That would, Mm -hmm. that would be friendly, (laughs) you know, um, yeah, you know, I don't think anybody would really understand what the Amazon brand was if you hadn't been exposed to it up until that point. Right. When you have the consistency and you keep, um, and you and you keep a a firm hold on being consistent in pushing out those ideas of what you created at the clarity level you there's no room for anyone to think that you're something else other than you are right and brand mm-hmm. consistency isn't just customer facing um after you take, I have taken time to cultivate a brand voice that will resonate with customers. The brand experience delivery has to match, and uh, that requires that can require employee participation. So again, mm-hmm. like right down to you know dealing with people behind the counter at McDonald's, say there's a um, you know there's a consistency in how they they interact with customers, right? Or I mean, you know, there should be, and. Um, <clears throat> that all adds, you know, that all adds into the, to, to the brand. Um, and the power mm-hmm. of the agency is that it builds trust, the loyalty, the recognition, and it ensures visibility. Um, so those are the three C's of effective branding that I, um, you know, continuously go over with clients. So, um, you know, so in, so when they're in the process of building out their MVP, which is their mission, their vision, their value, and their purpose, they start with these things to, to build out the core and and so they can build off of that. Nice. Well, that's wonderful. Thank you for that that uh, that breakdown. I guess that, that was great. Uh, yeah. This is a wonderful conversation. So where can people uh, find you if they want to reach out? Uh, where would they be able to reach out to you? Okay. Um, so uh, I'll, I'll start with Instagram. So my personal Instagram account is Sheena, S-H-E-N-A underscore Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E. And um my business Instagram is Sheena Nicole Consulting, as it's spelled, S-H-E-N-A-N-I-C-O-L-E-C-O-N-S-U-L-T-I-N-G. And um, you can also reach me via email, um, Sheena Nicole Consult at gmail.com, and it's as it's spelled. Also, um, you know, feel free to reach out to me via Instagram. Um, because I do have links in both profiles uh, to my email, to my personal email, as well as my business email. And you can find that right in, uh, in, in my bio. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you um, for taking time. And we really, really appreciate your time for us today. Okay, Delano, thank you so much. And uh, I had a pleasure. It was a pleasure of uh, being a guest. And um, uh, thank you for allowing me to share my expertise and experience. Uh, that, of course, okay. anytime.